Hello and welcome back to Reality with a Twist. I'm Gunner. Not me. I'm not. Oh, I'm Dylan. Dylan. I thought I thought it was Ben. I thought it was Ben. I thought it was Ben. I'm Dylan. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, let's just keep going. Keep power through. Power through. I'm Ben. And I'm Gabriel. Oh man. All right. Um, so welcome back to Reality with a Twist. Uh, for some of the viewers who don't know who this Gunner fella is, I am a uh, well, I am supposedly a regular member of this podcast, but due to um, starting grad school, I am pretty busy. So it has been a struggle for me to join the podcast every week, but I try my best. And this week we happen to work out, so yeah, I'm here. Very happy to have you here. Yes. Anyway, so um, and because of that. I get the pleasure of hosting this episode. So uh, this episode's going to function a little weird. So um, um, we are going to be talking about drug metabolism. Ooh. Okay. Mm. So, um, you know, to preface things, uh, there are four, you know, main stages of what happens to a drug when, uh, you know, when it goes into your body. Mm-hmm. So the first is that you absorb it, right? Uh then the second is that you distribute it to across your body, right, uh, or to the you know affected area, and then the next is that you metabolize it, which is what we'll be talking about, and then final is you excrete the drug. Okay, so um, we are going to uh, primarily be talking about what the main form of metabolism in, uh, for drugs is, and that is the cytochrome P450 system. Uh, so we've talked about it in uh, former uh, pharmacy drug facts, actually, um, but it's pretty interesting. So, uh, so the cytochrome P450 is just this class of proteins. Uh, I think in the humans there are uh, 57. Let me uh, look that up again. Um, so, I actually have 58. Um, I guess I'm just a little bit special. Yeah, it is, actually, it is 57. Uh, anyways. So <laughs> it's 57 cytochrome P450s, and then uh, they're divided into um, a – so they're divided into by family, subfamily, and then uh, their individual gene, and sometimes they might have even a specific allele attached to the name of it as well. So there's a common one, which is cytochrome uh, CYP3A4, okay? And this is common because, like, most – a majority of drugs um, – not a majority, but a very large chunk of drugs actually get metabolized by this one very specific cytochrome P450, including a big one, acetaminophen. Anyways, but it is also a huge um, area of focus because you guys ever heard of cautions with grapefruit juice? Yes. I have. Yes, I have been cautioned against grapefruit juice before. Yes. So if you are wanting to be in Florida and sit under the grapefruit, uh, you know, trees and you know, be sipping on some grapefruit juice, well, make sure you check what medications you're on because there may be a warning advising against that. So reason being is that uh, grapefruit uh, juice has a very specific chemical in it that will inhibit the CYP3A4 and will uh, you know, generally more times not it increases the bioavailability of a drug. However, it can decrease the bioavailability of a drug because one special thing about cytochrome P450s, it doesn't necessarily have to be the active metabolite that goes into it. It can be an inactive metabolite that gets turned to the active metabolite pretty backwards. Yeah, that is not how this shit's supposed to work. 
I, it's, <laughs> uh-uh. it's not. <laughs> um, Shame. Anyways, Shame. Yeah. So, um, we, so grapefruit juice comes in, takes the spot as a sip three or four. So there's no sip three or four to break down all the rest of the drug that needs to be broke down by sip three or four. And it increases the amount that's in your body. So let's take acetaminophen, for example, right? If you have too much acetaminophen, if you have acetaminophen, say even a normal amount and you ingest it, but you've just like, you know, previously I drank grapefruit juice there's going to be more acetaminophen in your body, making it really prone to uh, things like overdose or have very adverse side effects from, um, from acetaminophen. So pretty interesting area of focus, Mm. but, um, there are, um, there is another cytochrome P450 and with, uh, the help of another enzyme, uh, cytochrome, uh, SIP, 2E1 breaks down alcohol with the help of alcohol dehydrogenase. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that is another one. Um, but I wanted to format this episode to a uh, kind of put it in a way that you guys ask me questions and then I answer the best of my capabilities, whether it's just the general knowledge that I do know about uh, cytochrome P450s or if I have to look it up. That way you have somebody who can easily interpret the information there and give it to you in a way uh, that is easy to understand for somebody who is not in pharmacy. So what questions do you have for me? Yes, good. I like your shirt. Where'd you get it? Uh, My brother. That's cool. I like that. But that's I have a real one, too. Uh, So what separates grapefruit from orange? Like, why does orange juice not do this? You might have already explained it, but just explain it in a, like, what specifically about grapefruit juice or grapefruit products cause this? Because I remember when I was taking Boosterone, it said no grapefruit products, but like you could still drink orange juice and you could put grapes in orange juice and that's basically grapefruit. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just looked it up here, and according to the National Institute of Health, uh, the chemical in grapefruit uh, grapefruit involved in the interaction is called furanocoumarins. So furanocoumarins is, I'm guessing, just a set of um, chemicals, right? And they are um, in grapefruit. So let me see why, you know, it wouldn't be an orange juice. Um, so they are found in orange juice but there's a major one found in grapefruit juice that specifically inhibits CYP3A4 so is it is it just grapefruit or are there some other lesser known item that also does this um, I don't know For our Spotify listeners, Gunner is on the case. For our Spotify listeners, uh, Gunner is currently doing the math. Sure. He's right. So uh, another one is <laughs> CYP2C9 may be inhibited by uh, inhibited inhibited uh, may be inhibited by pomegranate and cranberry juice. So uh, why? Let me see why we don't talk about CYP2C9 too much. Um. And I'm going to look up what drugs inhibit it. Uh, so the reason 
Oh, this is interesting. So actually a lot of drugs are um, metabolized by uh, CYP2C9. Uh, some common ones would be clobidogrel, uh, warfarin, phenytoin, um, fluconazole, uh, fluoxetine, uh, omeprazole, peroxetine, and astrazole, uh, just to name a few. So all of those are inhibited, but let me see what the content of um, uh, fruinocumarins, uh, like what, how many fruinocumarins are in grapefruits uh, compared to that of like, let's say a pomegranate. So, Apologize, this is unrelated, but it is six. It is six p.m. and I feel like it is ten p.m. right now. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. While Gunner is doing that, let okay. Me ask you, oh. Oh. Sorry. I was just gonna All do right. the. Unit. So okay, there is ahead, actually another. Uh, study done on this as to why pomegranates and well what came to be is that we don't know so let me read you the abstract here I'll just kind of paraphrase a little bit uh, so uh, there are nutrient interactions with prescription drugs i.e. pomegranates grapefruit right uh, well we'll say grapefruit pomegranate is the area of focus right so um, how uh, so fluconazole is significantly reduced uh, the oral uh, clearance of uh, fluoroprofen, so uh, fluconazole. Uh, sorry, I'm reading this all wrong. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, read this all backwards. So uh, inhibition of CYP2C9 in vitro, meaning in human, uh, pomegranate juice, uh, an extract had no effect on CYP2C9 in, uh, activity in human subjects and can be consumed by patients taking CYP2C9 substrates with negligible risk of a pharmacokinetic interaction. Why? Well, we don't know, unfortunately, Gabe. I'm sorry. Well, so, so, so it does do it, but it's just you don't have to worry about it, essentially. Right. So it has the same thing as like what grapefruit juice has, but I'm guessing that for, uh, specific furanocumarin uh is um, a very uh, uh, so there's this thing called uh, affinity so I'm guessing it has very low affinity so affinity is how tight um, uh, a uh, substrate binds to the enzyme right so we'll take my like you know this hand as the enzyme and this hand as um, you know the substrate right they go they can go together really good like this substrate is the best one but let's say you take your hand and that's another substrate it won't fit as well that means your hand would have lower affinity that doesn't fit as well as that right for, right for or YouTube. say for instance that anyways so that's the concept of affinity so i'm guessing it's a lower affinity of that specific furanocumarin wow. for the CYP2C9 causing it to uh, have negligible differences in in vitro activity okay. so just mm. Uh, with grapefruits is just like the perfect planets align kind of thing where mm -hmm. where it just happens to just do 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 it very very well it 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 
makes it a lot worse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, what other questions? Uh, my question might be a dumb one, but in regards to like the pomegranate juice in specific, is it a case situation where it's like there will be different effects on the human person depending on how much pomegranate juice is in the body, or can it be a thing of like it's as simple as like one little thing of pomegranate juice in the system that can cause um, ma major issues to the body? Are you talking about? Do you mean grapefruit juice? Oh yeah, grapefruit juice. My bad. I'm out of it. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so it's like taking a well, well consider grapefruit, uh, grapefruit juice uh, like a drug in this situation. So a little bit of grapefruit juice isn't going to cause much, but a lot of it will. However, that little bit will get absorbed, right, and will be pa uh, will have first pass metabolism into the liver, right, and uh, um, uh, will still have an interaction. But if you don't have a whole lot of it, then you're still going to have all these other enzymes that are available and the uh, bioavailability uh, difference between whether there's that little bit of grapefruit juice to none is going to be so insignificant that I wouldn't even worry about it. Plus, even just a little bit, your body really doesn't absorb a whole lot of that. A lot of that just goes to waste. Okay, so, fair. Makes yeah. sense. So like many things in moderation but in this case the moderation is like you can have a little sip yeah one little one little guys i'm taking a it. shot of grapefruit juice pray for me <laughs> pray for me guys <laughs> well and there's another concept too so uh, you've always heard the interaction of no alcohol and no uh acetaminophen right Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. All right. They don't inhibit the same cytochrome P450. However, why can't you take them together? Well, the reason is there is literally so much enzyme activity that the byproducts are just absolutely... Ben, where are you right now, Ben? Uh, sorry, guys. I didn't know that I would actually update in real time. <laughs> For a spot of my listeners, Ben just got a whack-ass background there for a second. I was in the hacker den. Okay, sorry, sorry, gotta go ahead, go ahead. I don't even. Oh yeah, so there's literally just so much uh, like liver activity that it's just like horrible, and that's how you get cirrhosis. So that's why. Yeah. Okay. 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 Personally, I only drink alcohol when I've taken acetamin. Because I like to live on the edge. Oh, that's uh, not recommended. <laughs> I, I would advise you against doing that. Here for a good time, not a long time. No, that's that's not a good time. That's yeah, it, it wouldn't even painful. make you. Yeah, I was gonna say it wouldn't even make you feel any better. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> to all our listeners, uh, I just quick reminder: you are always welcome to reach out to ask Gunner for medical advice. Yes, no, it is. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm only a student. Please, please contact if um, if you have questions regarding your prescriptions contact your provider or a licensed pharmacist with today's Guys, sponsor just being Zogdok. humble <laughs> just be yeah he's just being humble <laughs> you can trust whatever he says please t take his words as gospel right, I, I, I got i got another question yeah what's your question uh, my pee is red what do i do uh i think you <laughs> i i think you need to go to the emergency room i don't wanna okay well Okay. <laughs> I actually, when I was a little kid, I had literal. This is this is might be TMI, but I had brown pee for a little bit. Okay. And, yeah, and I, and I was like, man, what the hell? And I was like seven at the time, so I didn't know if it was like normal or not. But I was like, I bet my mom wants to know about this. Uh, so she was like, holy shit, what the fuck? And then she she took me to the doctor, 
and they did a bunch of tests and just nothing happened and, and it just went back to normal so i had they were like it was blood it was the presence of blood in my urine no, yeah but they were just like it, it went away <laughs> and nothing's happened since okay I, I have no clue why it happened to this yeah. day i mean naturally there's going to be always going to be a little bit of blood in urine just because yeah. of how the kidneys absorb yeah, because you know how it works is the blood vessels go th- into the kidneys right and then mm-hmm. there are nephrons to absorb certain stuff basically all the junk that y- your body doesn't need anymore takes it out of the kidneys and then you you end up urinating it um but sometimes there's gonna be a little blood that sneaks its way in there oh sneaky blood always, always. sneaky blood back at it again <laughs> <Naughty> <laughs> blood. i guess in gabe's case he just had a moment a lot of sneaky blood. <laughs> but it is also interesting that you mentioned discoloring of blood because there's a drug called nitrofurantoin. It's an- uh, antibiotic. And when taken, it o- often causes uh, dark discoloring of the urine. Hmm. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was a little quick segment. Uh, the reason we t- did this, uh, Gabe, you weren't here to talk uh, for me to talk about it. So we were originally going to talk about meatballs. Yes, yes. And uh, the file corrupted. So I had the document saved with all the information and questions to ask you guys. Anyways, went to go open it, and it's like, the file (laughs) corrupted. The file corrupted. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Good luck getting into this one. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we got company. (laughs) Don't look now, but he's right behind us. He's right behind me, isn't he? (laughs) In English, please. (laughs) I hacked into the mainframe and corrupted your files. Um, In English, please. (laughs) You're going to call me a pro hacker. Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's see. what, what, What time are we at? 6.03 p.m. But not that... Then why'd you fucking ask for what it? What time are we recording at? 6.04! It's 6.04! How long have we been recording? I don't know! We are getting more specific here! From earlier till to now! now. <laughs> it's been a few minutes! Um... Well, I guess this is a good time to uh, plug ourselves. Please rate the episode five stars or or, uh, or like it. Uh, just Or give it a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. It helps way more than you know. It's like the single best thing you could do for us. Um, and then go and follow our Instagram or our YouTube or our uh, TikTok at rwatpod, R-W-A-T-P-O-D. Uh, that is what we are on just about everything. And then if you want to have a – if you have a suggestion for the show – uh, or you want to be on the show, if you want to be a guest or something, who knows? Um, that is reality with a twist podcast at gmail.com. Anything else? Um, nope, I think we can move on to our next segment. So, Gabe, hit us up with some weird news. Okay, today's just. Kind of a throwback. We haven't done a space weird news in a long time, but as always, or as most times, this is straight from the Associated Press. I will leave the link in the description of the podcast. In Cape Canaveral, Florida, obviously, if we're dealing with space. Um, let me just read you the, the t- 
title of the story, NASA spacecraft discovers tiny moon around asteroid during close flyby. So what do you guys think of that? That seems kind of interesting. That's a little bit wacky. It might be a little bit scary. A little teeny tiny moon around a little teeny tiny asteroid. So the little asteroid visited by NASA's Lucy spacecraft this week had a big surprise for scientists. It turns out that the asteroid Binkanesh has a tiny sidekick, a mini moon. The discovery was made during Wednesday's flyby of Dinkanesh. I hope I'm... That seems like they're pranking me. What What kind of... <laughs> Dinkanesh? <laughs> I, I don't think that's real, Gabe. I think you might be getting... <laughs> okay. Uh, 300 million miles or 480 million kilometers for the rest of the world away in uh, the main asteroid belt beyond Mars. The spacecraft snapped a picture of the pair when it was around 270 miles out. And data and images beamed back to Earth, the spacecraft confirmed that Dinkanesh is barely a half mile across. So it's kind of baby when it comes to asteroids. Mm. Its closely circling moon is a mere one-tenth of a mile in size. So literally a little less than half a mile and then a one-tenth of a mile. And they're just do-do-do-do-do, um, which is kind of insane. Uh, and then honestly, okay, okay, here's an explanation of the name. Dinkanesh means, quote, you are marvelous. In the Amaraic language of Ethiopia. Okay, well, that's a cute name, but God, it doesn't sound good. It's also would you name your child that? I would not name my. <laughs> then child it's not Dinkanesh. that cute. <laughs> then it's not that cute. Dinkanesh, get over here. <laughs> um, it's also the Amaret Am Amharic Amharic Amaric American name for Lucy, the 3.2 million year old remains of a human ancestor. Found in Ethiopia in the 1970s, for which the spacecraft was named. Um, and then the rest is just kind of a bunch of more information that doesn't matter as much. So what do you guys think of a, of a little asteroid with a little moon? Do you guys live there? At a summer home? I, 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 I think Dinkinesh, that's where... get your head out of the goddamn door! <laughs> Dinkinish, wear your gloves before you go outside. It is below freezing right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dinkanesh, inside or out? That's what I would say to Dinkanesh. Uh, I'd say the exact same thing on Dinkanesh. So, um, but something other, I noticed. Would I live on it? No comment. Um, yeah. At this time. Asteroid, not comment. But, um, comment. <laughs> uh, so, its name is Dinkanesh. What is this little moon's name? It doesn't have a name, so what are we going to name it? Dinkanesh Jr. <laughs> 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 little Dinkanesh. Oh, little Dink. <laughs> little Dink. Little Dink. <laughs> little, little Dink. I like that. Dink, little, little Dink. Little, her, little Dink. Little Dink and Dink. her son, Little Dink. D- Dinkin' Jr. <laughs> Dinkin' around. <laughs> okay, let's get off to it. What's next? Uh, I'm going to assume it is my Roblox game of the week that is up. You next would assume year. wrong. Ben, let's hear your law fact. <laughs> All right. Let's no. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to go back into uh, the history of juvenile justice. Um, we're going to go all the way back to the industrial era of America. Uh oh. Um. So. Before this time, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, what, what we call juvenile delinquency uh, or youth crime. 
Um, but as cities developed and social unrest uh, started to rise, um, that crime actually skyrocketed. So for the first time in America, formal institutions were created for um, like controlling and correcting children, with the first one being the House of Refuge in New York City in 1825. And you might be thinking, oh, House of Res- Refuge, that sounds nice. Nice and uh, comfy. It, it, it was not nice. Um, they were oh. run like prisons, and they had no focus on reforming uh, children. It was all just about like control and punishment. Um, so <clears throat> the um, what they called managers of Houses of Refuge uh, often abused and punished the children inside um, and obviously did not have a whole lot of uh, oversight and so by the time that kids who are already pretty troubled going into uh, these houses of refuge uh, by the time they got out they're probably a lot worse off just all around Um, and then one thing that was very unfair and unjust about these houses of refuge is um, you could be sent there with no kind of legal decision or legal hearing. Um, you don't get a chance not to go. If they say you're going, then you're going. Mm. Um, so that was uh, definitely not not the best situation there. Um, and then another kind of juvenile justice institution that uh, was implemented were called cottage reformatories. Uh, these were often local, uh, located in rural areas uh, they would send kids out from their homes and they would go stay at these cottage reformatories. It was mostly um, girls and young women who were sent to these. Uh, but it was supposed to be like a, a family setting that was more focused on reforming. Um, and what they did was try to have kids work and have a very structured, disciplined life. So the, um, uh, what were they called? The cottage parents who oversaw them would basically determine every single every single thing they did in daily life um, both houses of refuge and cottage reformatories were very overcrowded uh, and just in general didn't have a lot of oversight or accountability so back in the day um, juvenile the juvenile justice system was really bad uh, it's come a long way there are still plenty of issues and problems with it today um, but I'm still thankful that it's not as bad as it was back in the day. So hey, what do you fellers think? Given how many years you were in the clink, Ben, I'm not surprised. You're appreciative of how oh. long it's come. Oh, no. I, I'm never time. going back to the hammer. <laughs> I, I'm the old grindstone. <laughs> <laughs> what episode was I don't. Remember. I don't even know. I can't oh, even. I literally, the robes episode. Oh yeah. Oh my oh, yeah. god. The f- that was so freaking long ago, bro. Oh my god. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I though I got to say, as somebody who has worked in the coal mines before, um, yeah. it's definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we've made some big strides in yeah. current day. No. In all seriousness, though, <laughs> doesn't make sense that around that time, especially. That's why I said, uh oh, when he said industrial period, industrial revolution period, yeah. because like. I knew exactly what it was going to lead to. It's terrible, terrible stuff for that time. Yeah. Oh, As a fellow on. juvenile delinquent like myself. <laughs> <laughs> the most unjuvenile delinquent looking person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> 
Time for some delinquency. <laughs> I'm going to jaywalk. <laughs> you got you guys up for some mayhem tonight? <laughs> you guys want a tussle? <laughs> Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> That one just did not fit. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Lie. No, you ain't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, um, <clears throat> does that bring us into our next segment? The Roblox oh game of the week? No. What's your car fact? Car fact? I haven't had car fact in forever. But, well, um, I, I, I was to be fair, to, I yeah. have been on this podcast for like a month. <laughs> He's been, man's been busy with school. I can, can't. I can, I can drum one up real quick. No, no don't worry first. about it. If you don't have one, you don't have one. <laughs> All right, Dylan, Dylan. Just oh wait my a goodness! Longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear our local artist. I don't have one of those either. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, oh, what do you have? Not much. Alright, well I think we're just gonna have to go ahead and go to what are the odds. No, no what about Ben's philosophy fact. Oh yeah, Ben, let's hear some philosophy. Or sure. philosophy debate. It's not fair. Let's some philosophy. <laughs> Alright, so uh today's philosophy question is a little bit more of a fun one. Uh, uh not really fun, but uh would you like to know the time and place of your death? God, what a why. fun question. Uh, I know. No, I don't. <laughs> no. I, I want it to be a mystery. Oh my God. Now, one thing to think about is if you did know that and you purposely avoided that area, would it change? You can't change fate. But, like, okay, let's say you're going to die in Australia in 2087. I just won't freaking go to Australia. Yeah, like, but, like, what happens if, like, you just had a random occurrence in your life where, like, oh, I'll take a trip to Australia, and then you, like, you know, something happens, and then you're forced to live in Australia for the rest of your life, and then it's like, oh, God, it's all if, lining up. If I knew that I died in Australia in 2087, I just wouldn't go, I simply would not go to Australia. Like, it suck, I want to go, but, like, I'm not that bad. Cause then the well, but fate will have its way and it'll be like you like even if you know if like you should not be going to Australia because you know that's the place you will be dying at, like the universe will still have its way to find a way to get you to Australia and then keep you at Australia. Am I gonna fall into a fucking boat that's just set <laughs> sail towards how how is fate gonna bring me to a country on the opposite side of Earth? Well, what if like what if the way that that happens is you're, you know, you just got off your shift at, uh, at work, and you're walking through the parking lot, and all of a sudden, you get like a duck abducted, and then you wake up, like the next day in Australia. He have to I sleep. Simply would that happen. He, he'd have to be asleep for like thirty <laughs> hours. <laughs> they gave me a lot of melatonin. Um, no, I would not. I would not. To, to actually answer the question, I would definitely not want to know that at all. That's terrifying. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know either. Do we have any proponents for it? No. Huh? Okay. So we all agree. <laughs> We're all in agreement. All right. 
What are the odds? <laughs> That's not fair! Dylan, what's your Roblox game? Oh my god, I am so excited! So, my Roblox game of the week is a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game that goes by the name of Sound Space. You might be asking, what is Sound Space Rhythm Game? Well, Sound Space Rhythm Game is a rhythm game, obviously, that involves, instead of, you know, the rhythm games where you have to, like, use your fingers and, like, press buttons and whatnot, this one relies solely on you using your mouse to put your, you know, your little mouse cursor in squares, and you have to follow along a rhythm-based track and making sure you do not miss a note. Oh. It is a very, very fun experience. I have played it many, many times recently, and even though it has a very small player base, I think it deserves way more players. Is it like so, that one weeb game? Yes, it's kind of, not, well, Osu is completely different. It's, it's just called Osu, by the way. Okay. Osu has more of, like, a 2D plane to it. Like, instead, Sound Space is way more, it's like Osu meets Beat Saber, almost. Okay, okay, okay. And nothing against weebs. I, that sounded derogatory. <laughs> that sounded like, that <laughs> one game for weebs. <laughs> like, that killing weebs. No, 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 that's not derogatory. I just, I thought it sounded like that game. <laughs> that sounds pretty fun, though. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's it. The energy in this episode is unmatched. <laughs> the the most energetic Arwad episode. Um What what are the odds? Yeah. yeah. What are All the right, odds I got one. one. Okay. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> no, okay. What, what are the odds is a combination of a dare and a bet. There's an odds asker and a victim. The odds asker asks the victim to do a dare. The victim gets to set their own likelihood having to do the dare by setting a number. The higher the number, the less likely the victim is to have to do the dare. A third party counts down from three, three, two, one, and the odds asker and the victim say a number between one and the number that the victim set. Uh, if they say the same number, the victim has to do the dare. If none of our individual odds hit, we will do a descending odds, which is pretty self-explanatory. It essentially just means one of us will have to do one of the odds. All right. I got one. So Ben, yes, you know your ringtone, right? Yeah, like whose phone is ringing? Mine, yeah. mine. So, what are the odds that while you're in a class uh, of your choice, you leave your fo- phone on unmute, and one of us calls you, and you have to let it ring the entire way out, and then just out of nowhere, be like, "Oh shoot, hold on." <laughs> Oh man, that's rough. Um, well, see the the worst part about it is my only classes are at seven and eight in the morning, and then a <laughs> night class at like that goes from six to nine p.m. So everybody's gonna hate me. Um, that's really funny though. I'll say fifteen. Okay. All right, I'll count you guys down. Okay. All right, three, two, one. Twelve. It adds up. Oh wait, it does add up. Oh shoot. Okay. Three, two, one. Fourteen. Okay. Okay. Um, when we eventually do have a Patreon and we release the unreleased (laughs) part of last episode, I will have to do that odds (laughs) because that hit last time on me. But uh, really, but we ended up deleting that part of the episode. So eventually, when we release that part of the episode. Um, I will do that odds. <laughs> if at that point any of you guys are still in college, but I mean, if you know. I'm at if I'm at my job, I'll still do it at my job. 
Whose right, phone I have is one. ringing? Mine. 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 <laughs> ben, I hear you have an odds. I have an odds. <laughs> Dylan, what are the odds? You, you know the, the face app where you can make our faces look oh, a yes, lot more yes, handsome? Oh, yes, yes. I do know it, yeah. What are the odds you create one of those of yourself, send it to Jordy McNeil, and say, <laughs> I just listened to your interview. Sorry I couldn't be there. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm going to play it safe. I'll say 50. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Right. Three, two, one. 21. Two. Dang. Can you guys imagine a parallel universe where <laughs> Dylan said two? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god, that would have been awkward. That, uh, that would be crazy. Yeah, All right. god, that Can wasn't we, it. All right, who's got another odds? I got, I got an odds. Hmm. Yeah. Who hasn't? Who has not been asked one yet? I think it's Gabe and Gunner, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gunner, since he's not had to do one of these before. So, Gunner, what are the odds that you have to upload an Instagram story that is like two minutes long? Like, you know, it's split out or whatever. But it just has to be you and your car, like, driving somewhere, periodically just screaming at the top of your lungs. And that is it. <laughs> 25. Okay. Okay. 3, 2, 1. 17. 19. Ooh. Was not meant to be. I had one, but it's not going to be funny at all. Ben. Yes. Oh, no, you've endured enough. Okay. <laughs> Dylan. Okay. What are the odds that you have to send a link to the latest episode of Reality with Twist, currently out now, to your top 10 message contacts with a little blurb about, like, it's our first guest. you got to check it out. No looking at him. No looking at him. No, no, because I think like half of them are like DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. I at least know one of them is my therapist, so that's gonna be great. <laughs> She'll be, or they'll be like, Dylan. I think we need to have a chat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I will say, uh, play it safe. Thirty. Three, two, one. Twenty. Nine. Damn, almost added up. Yeah, all right, now let me see who it was who I uh, had for my... Bad news, fellas. Okay. What? You gotta elect one. Oh, boy. Well, well, well let, me, let me read my options here real quick. I had my mom, my stepmom, Discover Card, State Farm, another State Farm, <laughs> uh, DoorDash... My therapist, DoorDash, my, my dentist, and my dentist again. <laughs> Why do you have two separate chats with your They dentist? keep sending me from new numbers, bro. I... You you flossing? You flossing? Are you sure you flossing? My dentist, my dentist is a real obsessive, obsessive type, you know? But yeah, oh. no, we definitely got to elect one. Oh, God. I, I say the... Um, What's our guest's name? Jordy. Jordy. I say the Jordy one. From another number? From another one of us? Yeah. One of us has to do it. 
Okay, what other ones do we have? We have um, the 10 contacts, scre- Jordy. Screaming at the top of your lungs for two minutes and making an Instagram story while you're driving your car. And what was the last one? Um... Who's fo- uh, the, oh yeah, the whose phone is ringing my mind? Can we cut here real quick? Yeah. yeah, let's cut here to discuss. So unfortunately, we have to elect, elect one. Um, God, they all are so bad. They really do suck. Um, if if we do the top ten contacts one, I'd almost prefer it be like Instagram, because my oh, that's probably worse for me. My Instagram contacts are probably more my age instead of because I know I have a, a Thanksgiving group chat with my family right now that I don't necessarily want to just advertise the podcast to my entire family I my concern for me is that like I I never use Instagram to talk with anybody so I'm pretty sure like at least my 10th one will be somebody I last talked to in like 2019 okay. so it's gonna be really awkward if I hit if that hits on me we could just say we could choose top 10 contacts on whatever whatever you want. Okay. Mm. All right. Are we good with that one? Are we doing that one? I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I vote I'll, for I'll, that one. I vote for that one. I'll vote for it then as well. All right. Just to make it more unanimous here. Who wants to start us off? Oh, uh, start us off. Ooh. 15. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll cut say down. the number. Three, two, one. Thirteen. Eleven. Okay. Nope. I'll go next. I'll say right. twelve. I'll say the number. Three, two, one. Eleven. Four. Okay. I will say... You said twelve, right? Yeah. I will say ten. I'll say the number. I'll count down. Three, two, one. One. Three. I'll say eight. Alright, I will count down. I'll say the number. Alright, three, two, one. One. Three. <laughs> ben? Nope. I'll say seven. Alright, I'll say the number. I'll count down. Three, two, one. Five. Seven. I almost said seven. That's so close. Man. I'll oh. say four. Oh, I'll count down. I'll say the number. Three, two, one. Four. four. It. What what are you choosing, Gunner? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I uh, have to analyze this. <laughs> analyze the situation here. Oh, yeah, while Gunner is analyzing that, uh, have you guys ever like just really wished that you could like buy some cheap socks off of like Instagram or something? <laughs> oh my God! Closet boy, would yeah. I? Man, I wish that existed. I wish. I wish I had somebody I could buy socks off of Seriously. from an Instagram store. Only somebody. Somebody I knew. So I knew the socks were trustworthy, you know? What's your definition of untrustworthy socks? Uh, You know, the ones with, like, that are, like, stinky. That's true. Real quick, I just want to update. I looked at my Instagram contacts. Uh, The first two are group chats. One with my coworkers, (laughs) one with you guys. The third one is my dad. The fourth (laughs) one is my dad. The fifth one is Gabe. Sixth one is a high school friend from 2019. Uh, seventh one is another group chat with us in it. The eighth one is DJ Khaled. The ninth one is Ben. 
and the tenth one is my boss. So <laughs> yeah, I'm running into the same issue because in Instagram, um, I don't know why I have my academic advisor on Instagram, but I do. <laughs> um, and then on text, I have recently texted my boss, and then on what? Fa- on Messenger, I also. Uh, my ex's mom comes up. Oh, um, uh, I am. I'm in a tight situation everywhere. All right, how about how about this one? How about this one? You get to choose ten of them. It doesn't have to be the top ten. Just you get to choose ten of them. Whatever okay. ten seem the least. And also one of one of my messenger, my not my messenger, my Instagram DMs is my my landlord, the company that owns my apartment. <laughs> That's. Yeah, I don't think any of us would be in a good position if we just did that because at least we at least one of us would at least get a written up a write up from work. One of us would Yeah. What what about what about instead of that? What if we did like you have to pick 5 out of your top 10? That works. That works. Cuz I think 10 okay, is a lot of work. Let's do that. Let's do that okay. then. Fair. All right. Well, let's close out. Uh, yep. Thank you for listening to this episode of Reality with a Twist. I've been Gunner. I've been Dylan. I've been Ben. And I've been Gabriel. Bye. Bye bye, guys. Bye. Wait, 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 Dylan, do you have a teaser? Uh, no. Bye. 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 bye.